which is it's great. Also, the fact all these series are giving us these little tiny pockets of oh, this is what happened while this was going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, nerdies? English Dave here with my co-host Rocket Mike, and we're here for episode four of our Falcon and Winter Soldier review series. What's up, Mike? What's up, Dave? Um, we're past the halfway point. Things are getting serious. Things are getting real. I really enjoyed this episode. It, it was a lot that we predicted did finally, you know, come up. You know, all the uh, not cap actions mm-hmm. and uh, kind of all, all every prediction almost uh, kind of led up to it. Everything that he was being pushed to do and already his attitude I felt like just kind of like changed tenfold mm-hmm. now, this this episode uh you, you, you know you touch on touch on 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 not Steve cap I think you know like you say predictable I think a lot of that it's predictable because obviously I think they were it was it was uh, um telegraphed right it was mm. it was done by design you know it wasn't like they were trying to keep a secret there like if you thought not Steve cap wasn't gonna turn out bad you weren't paying attention at all right you know? <laughs> like I, I, and, and, and again so i i think i liked how it how it unraveled but i also like about what again since since they've introduced not steve cap i think they've maintained a good job of giving him shades of gray you know like because he still worries that the serum might do something to him before he takes it he has that moment it, you know? it, there, uh, yeah i can understand the hesitance but i feel like the the desire yes. to kind of feel like he needs to be at par with everyone he's against uh greatly overshadows mm-hmm. his any hesitations that he has mm-hmm. the fact that he has any to begin with yeah it shows the side of him when we first were introduced in uh that second episode and it's like oh so he is like a on the surface normal guy Mm-hmm. Um, one that we can relate more to because he isn't a super soldier and definitely has a long track record of doing this job. It's very similar mm-hmm. to what Steve was doing, but um, minus the whole fighting aliens thing, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I'm I, I'm with you on the on the gray. We got you know the layered side, but lately has been diving more into darkness. Yes, yes. Um, well, I think yeah. I think that's what this episode does, though. I think this episode, even with with Carly's character, right? I think what this episode does a good job of showing that it's not like these. Both Carly and 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 not Steve Cap are almost similar. These are people who believe that the only way they can get their agenda is by having and using power, mm-hmm. right? And and what that power does, and and I think that's the kind of theme of this episode and the theme of the series. You know, the reason one of the reasons why Steve was great is because he had all that power, but didn't abuse it. He knew what it meant. You know, he mm-hmm. knew that he knew that responsibility that it came with, and that's the difference. You know, and 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 one of my favorite moments in this episode is is when Sam and Carly are having that conversation, and you forget that Sam was was a, was a counselor. He used to counsel soldiers who returned from from a, a duty. That's how he mm-hmm. met Steve. Yeah. You know, and I love that that comes back, that his first instinct would be, let me talk to Carly, as opposed to, like, fighting her. 
you know, and I love when she when when she's all like, "Oh, they are all roadblocks in my journey, and I'll kill them again if I have to." Oh no, 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 no! I didn't. You tricked me. You tricked me. And he's like, "Ah, oh, really?" You know, he even says he sympathizes with her, her. You know, he understands her reasons, but not her methods. And I I love that moment because again, you're building up Sam to be this character that's like really noble and understanding, and 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 he has the elements of what's needed to be for Captain America. It's 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 actually a mirror of Zemo, mm-hmm. and you know his his actions and his intentions. You mm-hmm. can understand why he's doing it, but the way he's doing it, mm-hmm. you can't agree with. Because I'm like, in a way, that's that that's still terrorism. Zemo's mm-hmm. a terrorist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just seeing history repeat itself. Mm-hmm. People that fighting for something that is deeply meaningful to them, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's easy to see their point of view, but the way they go about it, it's no different than Zemo. It's no different from uh, fucking Thanos. You know, mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. everyone had good intentions, but the way they go about it, you know, it it completely again go mm-hmm. it overshadows mm-hmm. the good in, the good intentions, and you know these terrorist attacks end up labeling you something that you can't get out of. It doesn't matter what you're fighting for anymore. Mm-hmm. And you so, know yeah. you, you speak on Zemo, and I kind of want to pivot there. Um, yeah, this episode also kind of shows both Zemo and Sam's ideologies, right? Zemo, Sam is kind of like, let's give people a chance, let's talk it out, let's see where people can go. Zemo's like, nope, they've taken the super soldier serum, that's it, they're bad. You know, uh, I like when he says she's a supremacist. It's that warped aspiration that led to the Nazis, Ultron, and the Avengers. And then, and then I like when Bucky's like, uh, excuse me. The Avengers, not the Nazis. When he's like yeah. your friends, the Avengers, <laughs> your friends. That's our friends you're talking about. Avengers, not the Nazis. And I, I like when he's like, the, I like the line, the desire to become superhuman cannot be separated from supremacist ideas. And I, I thought that was very, very powerful line. Where it's, and he even talks about, you know, like any time, anyone that has super soldiers will always try to create an army. You know, and it's like, well, that's what the Avengers did too. And again, mm-hmm. and, and again, it speaks to what you say. Zima is right. It's just his methods to prove he's right or wrong. And, and that's where the difference lays, you know, where, where, where Zemo says the line, another faction of gods cannot be allowed to exist. And then Sam says, but isn't that what a god would say? And I'm like, ah. Is it? Well, because I mean, okay. in the in sense that to say another faction of gods means you're making the choice that people with power cannot exist. And then mm-hmm. so like, even though he doesn't have power, that's what another god would say, right? Another god wouldn't want threats. They would say, "No gods, but me. I should be the only one that exists." No gods. I can understand that, but you're also putting words in a human's mouth, not a god. True. It would be different if he, if Zemo himself were already a superhuman. Mm-hmm. He says, "No one else can be allowed to have this. Only mm-hmm. me." And mm-hmm. I feel like that's exactly what a god would say. Mm-hmm. I I should be. The one true god and i should be the only all-powerful being he's not i understand he also he does have a lot of power he's got a lot of power resources money but he's not after that god complex he's i'm sorry not after it but he does i don't believe he has it i can agree that's what a god would say but he is far uh well, well i think not too far from a god but you know i think what sam means with that line is not necessarily the physicality of a god oh sure i understand but more so as you're you're making these decisions who should live and who should die as if you were a god. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where Sam's coming from. Like, okay, well, because Zima is just blanket. You have super soldier serum, you should die. It's the this, mindset. Yeah, okay. it's the mindset. No questions right. asked. You have to, you should die. I don't even, no, no debate. He's already judge, jury, executioner. And I think it's that kind of mindset that Sam's like, hey, no, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that straightforward. Because Zima wants to kill Carly. I mean, he even shoots her at one point. Uh, he shoots her and she's left injured. Um, and, 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 and Sam has to stop that because Sam wants a peaceful solution to all of this. And, and again, I like how they're placing Sam. You know, there's even one point where Sam even questions, is the shield worth it? You know, the, this whole season talks about symbolism, what symbolism can mean. And he's seeing that, well, the shield has been using as a negative symbol to inspire negative uh, 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 thoughts and actions. Maybe it's better to destroy the shield. And again, I feel like that's something that Steve would say. You know, that kind of humility of, you know, like, I don't want this, I shouldn't be this, uh, or, or maybe we should change things how they should be. And I think Sam is you're slowly seeing those seeds planted for why Sam really is the rightful uh, 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 heir to the Captain America mantle, because he's someone who cares and he's not going to fight. I mean, even Steve, right? A lot of times Steve had a fight. He'd always give a warning first. I mean, the elevator fight scenes, if anybody wants to get out of here, you have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he always wants to talk first before the actions. Right. Um, but we jumped ahead. Uh, the episode kind of started off um, a, a reminder of how the last episode ended with Ayo's uh, re- uh, return or uh, arrival. And we get a flashback six years earlier. We reminded that uh, Bucky or yeah, Bucky was helped by the Wakandans to, to, to erase the mind control he had in, his, had in his mind. And I love this scene because, again, it shows that, that Ayo and Bucky had some kind of bond. You know, it's, you mm. assume that she helped. She was specific, specifically was the one that helped him kind of get through the mind control and curing him. And I think for you, Mike, as someone who's an actor, I think Sebastian Stan really nailed that scene. You felt like the happy crying, you know, when he realized the mind control is out of me. And it's just in, in shows like this, it's very rare to give actors opportunity to really kind of emote like that and i just i don't know i thought it was a very good good moment in scene no yeah no i agree 100 that's one thing that definitely uh was obvious being as we haven't got a chance to see much of a vulnerable side to him he's mm-hmm. been very much of a soldier mindset and of course being brainwashed it's he's, he's got the stare down you mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. at least he's perfected because that if anything that just hides everything else that's going on inside of him especially now that we're breaking into therapy uh, mm-hmm. with this series, <laughs> we're able to start to shed some layers off of him. And now we end up cutting right to the core with that flashback, mm-hmm. um, which is, is great. Also, the fact all these series are giving us these little tiny pockets of, oh, this is what happened while this was going on mm-hmm. uh, that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just automatically assumed like, yeah, he healed. He figured it out. But how did he figure it out? Exactly. Exactly. And I think it was a beautiful example of uh, things that we've been missing and mm-hmm. how he got over that. So yeah, I definitely give him props for just mm-hmm. being able to show exactly that years of frustration and being out of control of yourself and finally take back your own freedom to take back your own self. Mm-hmm. And saying that this, I do not belong to anybody else. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that was a powerful moment, especially yeah. for for the character and the actor. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, again, I, I spoke earlier on about the conversation between Sam and Carly. You know, Sam wanted wanted a, a peaceful solution, but not Steve Cap. He doesn't want that. And 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 
I like again we find out later later on when they're in the in the apartment when North Steve Cab tries to walk in and step in and then Sam's like shield or no shield. The only thing running is your mouth. For real. I, I thought there was gonna be a fight right there. He's like, We want me to put the yeah. shield down, make it fair fight. I was like, Oh, this guy thinks he's tough. <laughs> like seriously. And 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 but then the Dora come in and they show what it's like. And like, wow. What I love again, it's what again, Marvel do a good good job of remaining in character, right? The Dora show the way they fight is exactly how they fought in the Black Panther movies. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change. It's still there. And they do some really cool things. Like when when one of them throws the the spear and it lodges the shield and not Steve Cat can't move yeah. it. It was like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> or even little things like when they enter one of them throws the shield against the pole. And when the fight starts, the first thing she does is kicks uh, not Steve Cap against the spear. And I was like, oh, shit, nice planning and, and defensive maneuvers. And, and, and Sam's like, should we do something? <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's like, yeah, make, make, let them fight. And again, like even popcorn or something. Right, right, watch this. Like, why Why would you even try and fight the door? Like, really? Yeah. Like, even when, he, when Sam even warns him, it's like, there's, you know, you're better off fighting other people. Yeah. Before you get to the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. <laughs> Both of them know for firsthand. Yeah. Right, right. And even as you can see on my background here, when one of them, oh, if, man. for those of you who have When she kicked it up and grabbed it, I was like, this is, like meant, this is meant to be. Yes. This is awesome. Exactly. For those of you who've forgotten uh, why she does that, and, and Ayo says leave it, is because that shield is made of vibranium and that shield, that vibranium belongs to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, it was a gift they were given, it was given to Tony Stark's dad or something like that. At- yeah, and at one point, that was the total, uh, uh, like, total amount of vibranium mm-hmm. that the U.S. had yeah. occupied from right. Wakanda. From the gift. They're like, yeah, that's that's all we got. All yeah, exactly. On that one thing. We can take it back if, we, if, if you don't mess with us. And then again, to showcase how much power the Wakandans have, uh, 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 Ao says, "Hey, Bucky, you better step off." <laughs> Takes the arm off, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that, that was like some Kill Bill shit right there, right?" <laughs> Just let like, me remind you that we gave you that arm, and we can yeah. take it back. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Did you know you, that could do that?" <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. I love when uh, not Steve Cap is like, "Oh, Wakandas don't have any uh, jurisdiction here," and she's like. The Dora have jurisdiction where they find themselves. Oh yeah, <laughs> where our feet land—that's our jurisdiction. Yes, where we are. <laughs> and then what I like is that that one fight, like severely, uh, lets not Steve Cap know. Again, we've seen it throughout the whole season so far, but this is like the last kick when he's like, "Oh yeah, that was a big <sighs> stomp on his pride." Right? He's like, "They don't even have superpowers." Right? He's like. <laughs> No, they do not. <laughs> and that was like some wake-up call. I'm like, America isn't the greatest, is it? Now? Right, right. You think you were the badass, and you mm-hmm. thought you were tough. You thought, oh, these guys are only tough because they have super soldier serum. That's their only advantage. Not realizing there are people out there that don't need the serum. They're That's still right. badasses. You know? And I like the, that they don't show him take the serum. We yeah. just it just we just happens, you know, because the first time he throws the shielding into the wall, I was like, wait, what? For a moment, it, it took me it took me a second because in that episode where you see clips of him throwing the shield into mm-hmm. like trees and stuff, I'm like breaking wood with that thing mm-hmm. at least. That's mm-hmm. a pretty hard throw. It's mm-hmm. a pretty accurate one. Mm-hmm. And then when he pulls it out of a cement wall, I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, that's not a yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's different level of skills of using the shield. I feel like a non superhuman can use the shield. 
but a superhuman mm. can use it in a different way. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, even little things like we've seen him throw it, but mm. even after he gets super soldier stream, the way he was throwing it, I felt like he was throwing it faster and ricocheting it more. There's a more of an sure. effort put into it. And, and and you can see the familiar style that Steve uses, but he's more aggressive as a full-on Yeah, yeah. Full -on once weapon. you start to see actual physical physical contact mm -hmm. uh and you see how hard he hits i'm like nah that's no question mm -hmm. and then when he yeah when he kicks one of the flag smashes through mm -hmm. the wall i was like yep he's got the powers that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely has it and then one thing I, I i had predicted incorrectly i thought he would inadvertently kill his partner battlestar because he went crazy but i did like how this was done almost like a last straw to really break him right his friend is yeah killed. because it doesn't seem like he wouldn't snap that yeah. severely yeah not know? yet you're right yeah it, like something needs to drive him like well what you took half of your theory was true uh it came, it came yeah it came to be true um of course like he wasn't the one that, that killed him but his death led him to that same now like mm -hmm. now he's gone now he's mm -hmm. snapped so and eventually he did get there it just yeah he did get a there. slightly different way and again, I like the layers of how this happens, right? He chases that flag smasher, which is the irony of it all. The same flag smasher who's like, I used to look up to Captain America, gets killed by Captain America. Right. Well, <laughs> and it's not. It's not Cap. <laughs> it's not Cap. But even, but I think the irony is, is layered I because, yeah. I think the, the, the extra layer is because he's like, I used to like Cap. The reason he stopped because he felt it's a new world where, where heroes aren't willing to cross the line to do what, it's, what needs to be done. Only to be killed by a hero, so-called who hero, who's the crossed the line. <laughs> so it didn't like, need okay. to be done, though. That did <laughs> not need to be done. He's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. And I, again, I loved how that was done when he smashes him against the back. And then it mirrors the scene where Steve was fighting Tony in Civil War, where we all think Steve is going to smash Tony with a shield, but he doesn't. Yeah. But then yeah. this time we see, we see what it looks like, right? So I like that mirroring. And then right. again, it's, again, I think, I think, I think the, the, the subtext as well with this all the social commentary is how the world used to see America versus how the world sees America, right? It used to be this beacon of hope to most of the world. And now it feels like sometimes America just feels like I can go to any country and just walk around and kill people in the, in the middle of the Break street. And no, I don't care. Um, that bloodstained shield was very impactful image. Oh yeah. I'm like, Ooh, they saw a little <laughs> bit of Zack Snyder <laughs> and they're like, guys, can we step it up a little bit? Right. Right. We right. Add a little bit more blood on the shield. I feel like this is some of the darkest we've ever gone in the MCU yeah, in general. You know, this this episode in that moment itself, I was like, oh shit, that's strong imagery right there. That blood on the shield, that shield that's supposed to represent good and protection as a shield is being used as a weapon, an offensive weapon. Again, I love the symbolism of what that I means. I was you know? just going to say that was such symbolism in this. Beautiful. Very Once again, relevant. episode written again by John Wick writer Derek Holstead. Um, I I think a very well written episode. I like the scene when he's like, what's with all the knives? The reminder of the flashback of Winter Soldier and his knives. Spinning nah, knives. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of, too. And I'm <laughs> like, like, I remember yeah. even seeing those like behind the scenes of him practicing that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, Damn, it's so fluid. This guy is working hard. And yes. now this new one, like, I think there was that little cut. He like did some kind of like flip and then yeah. stuck it, it down. Home. Yeah. What Mike is alluding to is that, yes, Sebastian Stan did learn how to do all the knife juggling stuff himself. Those, those are actually real knife juggling skills. I also like stuff with, with his character where, because again, he's also a super soldier, but I love it when he kind of, whenever he fights these young super soldiers, he's almost like, you're wasting my time. I don't care. He kicks one down with one hand. He's like, stay <laughs> down. 
you know, like yeah. these young bucks. Ugh, right. Get out of here. <laughs> it's like, I, this is the best piece of advice I can give you. You're not going to get back up again. Yeah. I promise you this. No, just don't. been through this so many times. I'm yeah. a super soldier with a robot arm. Like I have an advantage over you. And years of experience, so sit right. down. <laughs> like he, and you may and have training, all right? this and be new, yeah. Like they're just super powerful. They don't have like the military training that he does, right? Right. So it's a different level. Um, one thing, one line that kind of got me outside of the conversation Carly has with Sam. There's a line that Carly says that kind of I like this because he, he, we continue to sympathize with the flag smashers, even though we know their methods are wrong. Hmm. She says a line that uh, the shield is a reminder of a bygone era, a reminder of the people that history left out. And again, this show has introduced someone like Isaiah Bradley. You talk about things that history left, people that history left out, right? For all the heroes, there were people who suffered. For all the Avengers uh, uh, success, you have Sokovia that was destroyed. You know, so I like that kind of dichotomy of like, yes, all these great things happened, but you ignored all these other things that happened as well. And the same with the Flag Smashers we saw in last week's episode, you know, they destroyed a building because the government and the GRC was hoarding six months worth of food and doing nothing with it. Meanwhile, you have people who are going hungry. So I understand where they're coming from. And if I had one criticism, and it's in mine and nitpick, I would like to know more about the GRC and like why. Like we hate them because the flag smashers hate them. It's it's, it's propaganda that we're being fed from your point of view. (laughs) I would love to have seen, okay, but what actual negligence did the GRC do where you're like, ah, you like we're only seeing them from the perspective of the flag smashes. Exactly. We haven't seen yeah. it, you know. And so that's my nitpick only because it's like we've never seen the GRC before Falcon mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier. So it's not something that we've been established on. And I'm assuming that we won't get so much necessary in this show, but I think maybe other shows might expand on what the GRC, who they are and what they do and who runs in and all that jazz because it's just like a faceless body. Um, two episodes left. I hear episode five is going to have a big name, a big face. So... Um, I'm not going to guess who that is, but I'd assume it's someone we've seen in the MCU, uh, yeah. not necessarily a new character. I've made one guess only as to who the 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 the, the power broker, the identity. I feel like that's the real mystery of the show. The For only sure. mystery is who is the power broker. Yeah. And if it is an MCU character, I have two guesses. One, which I don't really want, which is a uh, Sharon Carter. There's a theory that she's the actual power broker, the villain behind everything. I can see it, that. I can see that. It makes like, sense. Like she's just around all the yes, time. Yes, exactly, you know, exactly. Just happen to be where they are. Mm-hmm. So it is very, very sus. Yeah. It is very sus. Uh, but also uh, 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 bringing back someone from a Captain America movies, we have Arnim Zola, the guy you saw on the computer screen in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He's a guy on a computer screen. He can always come back. He's still out there. Yep. I mean, the internet doesn't <laughs> die. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so those are my two theories. Uh, um, but we'll see how that turns out. What are your theories? What do you uh, nerdies think? We're halfway through the season. A um, few episodes left. Let us know. Find us on social media at The Nerdy Bunch. Also, check out some of our other reviews. We do movie reviews. We're currently, I'm currently reviewing um, the Amazon series uh, Invincible with Travis. So check that out. Uh, great show if you haven't seen it. And a whole bunch of movies coming out this week, uh, this coming, next coming weeks. We have Mr. Nobody coming out on demand soon as we record this, which I'm going to review. And of course, next week, Mortal Kombat. I'm ready for it, Mike. I'm ready for it. Thank you, Rocket Mike. Thank you, English Dave. Thank you, nerdies. My name is English Dave. This has been a review of The Falcon of the Winter Soldier, episode four. And as always, Mike, keep it nerdy. Peace, nerds. (laughs) 